Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream. Hope you guys had a great, well, today, yeah, it is Monday. It is Monday. You know, I've talked about this with the pandemic that my days, like, you know, when I worked in radio, I'm just waiting for a couple people, more people to get in here. If you're in here right now, share this, share it on your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit. Oh, we're up to six now. Nice. Guys, hope you guys had a great day. It was a good podcast that came out today. T-Bone, what's up? The son- Oh, the Sonic Shaman is in here tonight. Michael Waldner. What's the tuttle? Yeah, I know. Uh, if you're in here right now, like I said, share it. Make sure you hit that thumbs button, the thumbs up button. Give me a like. And if you've already subscribed, you know, a lot of people, what up, Doug? A lot of people don't realize this, that, you know, um, Franklin, the mailman, Miss YQS. Miss YQS, you going to be up a little bit? Can I give you a, a call whenever I get done with everything? Jason Martin. So, yeah, like I said, if you're if you're in the chat room not, right now, share it. Like I said, uh, Ray B, Miss YQS says absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, A lot of stuff happened today. Today's show was really, really good. You know, I don't I don't like to get too political. But on today's Total Daily podcast, I I talked about the um, the hypocrisy of the Biden administration firing five staffers. Yeah, I do. I do kind of have a crush. I do have a crush. I'm just saying, but I'm cool with just being friends. Maybe that's my problem. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I was talking about the hypocrisy today on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And, oh, by the way, if you were watching Brent Hatley's show, I want to thank everybody that is tuning in. You know, if you don't know who Brent Hatley is, former producer of Bubble Love Sponge, Howard Stern, producer, I mean, not like executive producer, but worked on the Howard Stern show. He's been helping me out a lot. Thank you, Franklin, the mailman. So check it out. Go to his website, printhatley.com. Make sure you subscribe. But uh, back to what I was talking about. Uh, Yes, eventually I want to be able to take phone calls. Uh, My parents are about to move out of here. I am going to go to another place. No, I'm not going to do the shrooms. I think that is a very bad idea on my part to take mushrooms. I mean, it's one of the, uh, I've never done psychedelics in my life. Yeah, phone calls would be great. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to my producer, Vulture. Think about the best way. Because, you know, like, uh, I read up on the marijuana firings and those five people had other drug use in their past. And the White House and said it was a national security risk. Okay, well, okay, but I mean, Kamala Harris 
Kamala Harris admitted on The Breakfast Club that she smoked marijuana. So, I mean, I think it, I, I think, oh my God, she smoked a little bit of pot. I mean, George W. Bush, from what I heard, was a big fan of the cocaine, the cocaine. Thank you, Ray B. Like I said, I, I don't like to get political, but I, I was also tired of people calling me a libtard, getting tired of people telling me that I suck uh, the dick of the liberal party. I don't really don't like any of the politicians. But the, uh, the title of tonight's show is I Smell a Rat. Now, a lot of people think, oh, well, if you have a mouse or a rat in the house, you are dirty. No, that's not the case. Guys, we, uh, my mom had a cat for, I don't know, like eight years and the cat just recently passed away we never ever had problems with rodents but like with all the rain that we've been having uh the cold spells that we've had i've already caught two mice f undershirt yeah i know uh but i gotta tell you I got woken up early this morning, and we have a full-blown rat in the fifth wheel. And I have been using, I, I, I swear to God, I've got like eight traps set out. And this motherfucker will not take the bait. But who do you guys think I, I called? A lot of you guys don't know this. Colton, before he went to or at the Bubble Love Sponge show, he worked at a pest control place. Any guy, any of you guys, any of you guys can get, oh, I'm glad you bring that up real quick. The other hypocrisy is, you know, Miss YQS, you bring that up. What about Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden is one of the big, biggest fucking partiers that you're ever going to see, and that's his own son. You're going to fire people for past marijuana use? <laughs> Bullshit. But I would like to hear from you guys in the chat room, or you can email me, tuttle at gmail.com, or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. What do you think that Colton told me to put on the rat traps or the, the mice traps? to get them to learn. He says that they cannot resist this bait to put on the trap. And I would love to see if you guys can guess. Nope, not cheese. Too obvious. I didn't even think about this. Yeah, I do smell a rat. Peanut butter, it, well, you're kind of close on the peanut butter. You're, you're No, not cat food. Here, you know what? I'm just going to get into it. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. He said that the rats, the rodents, cannot resist Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And I got the minis. I got the minis 
the uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, the little minis, and I cut them in half, and I've set them up because this fucking rat, this fucking rat, I slung them up against the wall because while I was sleeping on the pullout, I felt something crawling on me. And I automatically reacted and I just tossed whatever was on me and threw him up against the wall. This fucking, this rat was like goddamn Spider-Man. Because he climbed up right up the wall like he was Spidey. And then he got, like, I cornered him and I had a knife. Like, it was to the point that I was going to murder a rat with my bare hands. I'm in my boxer shorts with a butcher knife. And I'm just waiting for this rat to come out. Now, like, it really doesn't bother me that much. And I don't know, like, white Reese's are the best. Why does it got to be white? But I was running around in my boxer shorts, got up at 5.30 because I could hear this bitch scratching and running around everything. And I'm going to tell you, like, it was like man versus beast. I was, I had a butcher knife. I had a metal spatula in the other hand. Just waiting, waiting for him to creep out from underneath the TV. But I got to tell you, he shook and Joe, he, he shook me like he broke my ankles. Like, like he was Barry fucking Sanders. It was like Barry Sanders. If he get, if he, if he would have gotten bitten by a radioactive spider. Don't go back to be like, I understand that. Well, it, dude. Say what you want. The Bubba Rub is a real thing because my numbers have been through the roof since appearing on his show on Tuesday as well as Brent Hatley. But I'm going to get this rat. So these are the numbers that I have set up, okay? Now, I have four glue traps. I have four of the industrial size rat traps not those little pussy ass ones but then i got six of the smaller ones because i'm i'm thinking if i can get him trapped well it could be a girl who knows i mean i i i didn't get a close enough look to see if the rat had balls or not well uh, thank you, Boomer Las Vegas. No, please. I, I mean, I, I, I take your suggestion seriously. And I don't think I, I don't think Bubba has a place for me, but I am down. But I'm down for being a uh, Tuttle. When you were on Bubba's show Tuesday, it was the hardest I've laughed in a long time. Yeah, I, dude, I, I, I have a really great time on Bubba's show. Spatulas or deli. No, listen. 
I wanted something like a shield. I don't want you to think like I was going to kill it with the spatula, but like, okay, so say this is my reasoning. I had the butcher knife in one hand. So like, what if I could stun him with the spatula and then finish him off with the big ass butcher knife? That was what I was going for. But now, okay, so let me, let me run back and run this back. I got eight of the small traps set up around the house. See, this is what I'm worried about, though. Like, um, why don't I, you want to, you want to know why that I'm not on Twitch? I'm not on Twitch. See, you would never think in a million years that you could get away with more on YouTube than you can on Twitch. That's not the case. Like Twitch, Twitch will get rid of you for absolutely nothing at all. And yeah, I could make a lot more money on Twitch. Well, you can get if Ray B. Can I can I give you a hint? Uh, if you subscribe right now and you hit that little bell button, that bell button went after you subscribe. If you hit that bell button. You are going to get alerted. You're going to get alerted. You will get alerted anytime I go live if you hit that bell button. See, that's the thing about it is that a lot of you guys don't realize if you subscribe, that's one thing. But you need to hit that bell button because if you hit that bell button anytime I upload any new stuff or I go live, you will get a, a message or a notification on your computer, your email, or your smartphone. If you're in here right now, make sure you give me a thumbs up. The thumbs up, uh, the thumbs up, give me a liking because I hear that's great for the algorithm. Yes, I'm being a little bit of a whore. Thank you, uh, Cornelius or Orleans. Well, okay. All right. Well, I don't know. See, a lot of people think that I'm doing this YouTube live stream to make money. Yeah, it would be nice if I made a lot of money on the YouTube live stream. No. I do the YouTube live stream for a couple of reasons. Now I am pulling the audio from this. I am repurposing it. Hey, what up, David Rivera? Um, buddy, I'm, I'm going to get your merch out to you as soon as I can. I do not know where my merch guy is. I have been trying to get a hold of him for a couple of weeks now. And I don't know what the hell is going on with that. But I use the YouTube live stream to promote the audio podcast. Plus, I like doing the YouTube live stream because I talked about this last night. I like doing live content. It's, it's like walking that tightrope, like I said, Nick Walenda, except I'm not wearing, uh, I'm not being a pussy. I'm not wearing a safety harness. I'm just, I'm like, let's do it live. So I'm repurposing this audio. Yeah, that fucking rat's going to die tonight. I swear to God, if I don't get that rat tonight, I, I don't know what I'm going to do because my mom is freaked the fuck out. Like, 
she is threatening to sleep out in the car tonight. I don't know if I guys ever told this story. When I was a kid living in DeLeon Springs, Florida, you know how every kid, come on, take the merch and run, who, 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 you know. Um, when I was living in DeLeon Springs, we lived in a double-wide trailer. We owned uh, about 30 acres worth of land out there. And I kept telling my mom and dad, I was like, there is something in my room. There is something in my room. Are you going back to Tampa? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've saved up enough money that I could get my own place right now. I really, really could. But I don't know. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun. I know a lot of you guys are probably thinking that I am mooching off of my family. That's not the case. I do pay half I, I do pay part of the rent. So what I'm trying to say is that not only am I helping them out, like my mom had a doctor's appointment today. I drove her all the way over to Orange City today and took her. No, family is family. But um Back to my story, I kept telling my mom, I was like, there's something in my room. Now, you know, most parents play that off as, oh, this, this is a kid that thinks that there's a monster under the bed. No, 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 no. It was not a, it was not a monster. So my dad ended up getting one of those glue traps and put it in the bathroom of my room. About two o'clock in the morning, I heard something just flopping all over the place inside the bathroom. Guess what it was, guys? It wasn't a mouse. It wasn't a rat. It was a goddamn possum. That is one of the most white trash things that I have ever admitted in my life. That a motherfucking possum was crawling in through the ventilation, the central air system, and coming in every single night. I, as a kid, had a hard time killing things. And I, I still, to this day, don't like killing things. Like, I'll fish. I don't like to hunt. I remember um, I used to go dog hunting. We would hunt for deer. And I had a deer all lined up. Perfect shot. I couldn't pull the trigger. I couldn't do it. Could not do it. And my dad, my dad didn't even give me a hard time about it. But I, I, I felt like I, um, I felt like I, like, disappointed him because a lot of his friends were around and I just could not pull the trigger on that deer. Just couldn't do it. Does that, does that make me a pussy? Now, I will say this. No. Well, see, a lot of you guys are mistaken. Okay, so, well, the possum was getting in through the air vent. Now, a lot of you guys don't know this. Mice and rats 
as long as they can get their head through an opening, they can fit their body through something the size of a quarter. Not, not a lot of people know that. So, you know, a lot of these fifth-wheel trailers, they're, they're not as insulated as you think they are. They have openings. So a rodent really does not have that much, like, yeah, it, that is true about a cat. You know, so so it's not that we're dirty people. Like, I, I clean up right now. Where am I where am I at right now? I am in the clubhouse at the Hobo Fish Camp. So but possums are much bigger. Yeah, like I said, he was pushing up through look in our double wide trailer we had central AC and heat. And I guess one of the uh the little vents that were on the floor was not like screwed down all the way. And the possum got through. So the possum got stuck on the glue trap. And me and my dad used to do a lot of golfing. I, I couldn't kill the possum. But my dad pulled out a 7-iron out of the golf bag and ended that shit real quickly. Because, once again, I was a pussy and couldn't do it. So. Like I said, back to the deer thing. Yeah, I, I thought I embarrassed my dad. My dad really wasn't mad, but I'm sure a lot of the... um. Yeah, what up, uh, Jeff St. Polka? What up, 35 Swift? So what I'm trying to say is, like, do you, do you think that I um embarrassed my dad by not being able to pull the trigger on that deer? Because I, I still think about that a lot. I really do. Because every Southern uh, kid wants to make their dad proud. And I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Now, I have... I have, like, cleaned a deer. I've slaughtered cows. I've slaughtered pigs. Because, yeah, your dad seems like a savage. Yeah, my dad doesn't give a fuck. Not, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I really don't. But, you know, like, my dad is a man's man. My dad is a manly man. Still is. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, like, me, the stereotypical nerd, sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, where, where the fuck did things go wrong? For a while there, I was like, am I even his kid? But now... I've been going through a lot of old pictures. I got a lot of old pictures that I have found. And I got some pictures of my dad when he was like in his like late teenage years, early 20s, even 30s. And yes, I am definitely my dad's son. For sure. But I also got to understand I grew up in a different generation. So, of course, I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be a little bit softer. Hell, you, you want me to be honest? My dad was born at home. My dad wasn't even born at a hospital. My, my grandmother 
squirted out my dad at home. Think about that. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people take, take things for granted right now because of technology. And my dad was not even born at a hospital. He was born at home. No, listen, buddy, boomer, Las Vegas, I do. Like, I am very, very lucky that my parents are still around. And I get that. I get it. So, please, don't think that I'm taking them for granted. No. Now, Michael, that's, that's one of the things I said. Now, if it came down to you should start the Hello Fish Camp interviews with your dad with his MAGA hat on. I'd like to hear him talk about Biden. I mean, if you... Now, would... That's another question. Do you think Bubba would get mad that if I started doing Trailer Park MAGA again? Because I did it a couple of times on his show. Would that be disrespectful? Uh, Boomer Las Vegas, I'm glad you bring that up. <clears throat> I am, um, I am an only child. Not a lot of people think about this. When you're, when you're an only child, I mean, it's one thing to have cousins. It's one thing to have uncles or, or other relatives. But it, there's something about that immediate family, mother, Father, sons, sisters, siblings. After my parents are gone, I am, um, I'm on my own. I am. I'm on my own. I thought that I would be married. No, I mean, 35 Swift I mean, I don't think he particularly likes being on camera, but um, but he does it for me. He does. He does it for me because he knows that it helps me out. Now, my mom, she definitely does not like being on audio or video, but she still does it every once in a while. If you're in the chat room right now, share it. Uh, make sure that you give me a thumbs up, give me a liking. You know, somebody said, you know, if I was on Twitch, they could get alerted whenever I go live. You can be alerted on YouTube if you hit that bell button because you got to subscribe, then hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you'll be alerted anytime I go live or upload any new content. Uh, no, I, I, I am. I got to tell you, guys, go, go to uh, Bubba or um, Bubba Army Radio or the Bubba Army's YouTube page. Look at how many views the interview that I did with uh, Jesse James Dupree has right now. Look at how many likes that it has. I'm not saying it's the biggest video because, um, you know, I was looking through all that stuff. Right now, the uh, Anna Hummel video with Flat Bubba has the most hits of any of the recent videos that they've had. 
but I think I I think I might be in second right there. I think I'm close to about four thousand views on the Jesse James Dupree interview that I gave to Bubba. I uploaded a video that I recently did, you know, the day before I ended up being on the Bubba show. Uh, I, I recorded some stuff with me, myself, and Colton because I went and worked with Colton for the day helping him out. So I don't know if you haven't checked that video out. Should be somewhere near the top of me working with Colton. Exactly. The numbers don't lie. Continue. Yeah. No, listen. <clears throat> I did a video today. And I'm not going to mention who it is. But, and I, I recorded a video. I set up my tripod in the car. But my mom the other day went to a certain fast food establishment that has been advertising a sourdough burger. And, you know, a burger with sourdough bread on it. So she, she orders at the speaker. I would like to watch you get, uh, watch, watch you get fired video. I saw you were live. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But she pulls up to the speaker. Um, oh, that Boomer Las Vegas. That is something that is in the works. Like, seriously. You know, Bubba, Bubba said that once a month I could do a podcast or some content. And I've already talked to Lummy. <clears throat> I don't know. See, I, I didn't pitch it to Blitz or Bubba yet, but if we do a show, or if I do a show, would you guys like to see myself, Lummox, and Colton do exclusive content for Bubba Army Radio, or the Bubba Army YouTube channel, or the Bubba Army uh, podcast? which can be found on iTunes, Spotify. I guess the, it's pretty much everywhere. <clears throat> so, yes, I've already talked to both of them, and they are down for it. So, you know, if you guys are, and keep buttering up the Blitz, because, yeah, no, Blitz, Blitz has helped me a lot. Blitz Blitz is one of the main reasons that I was able to get back and, and do that appearance on Tuesday. But if you guys would like to hear that, I don't even know if uh, the email is still this, uh, the same. I, it, as the last time I remember it, show at btls.com. If you guys really are serious about wanting to hear that podcast, myself, Lummox, and Colton. And, you know, like I said, it, you know, it all comes down to Blitz and Bubba. It's their decision. But I think getting the old team back together would be great. I think me, Colton, and Lummox, if we were doing a one-off show once a month, exclusive content, I think it would be absolutely amazing. 
give give the three of us a month. Give the three of us a month to prepare for a show. I'm I'm telling you right now, it is going to be absolutely polarizing. It's going to be engaging. It is going to be entertaining. So yeah, email show at BTLS dot com. Well, I mean, listen, listen, I, I'm, guys, I don't, uh, please, I, 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 look, I'm not going to censor anything in the chat room, but I would prefer for you guys not to talk ill, illy, ill, uh, that's not even a word, just speak ill of anybody that is an employee at the BRN. Bubba is happy with his crew. And that's good for him. He's got to be happy. But I, um, I really think that the three of us, and I already talked to Colton. Colton, Colton is completely down for it. So let's get the trio back together. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I love Trace to death. I really do. Like, I want to hang out with Trace in the worst way, but I don't think Manson likes me anymore. I, I really don't. And say what you want. I know a lot of you guys probably think that Manson did Bubba dirty. Maybe he did. Who knows? Maybe Bubba did Manson dirty. Who knows? I don't want to get in, in, in between it. But I, I, I think that Manson had been spreading around this rumor that I was getting paid under the table by Bubba to talk trash about Seth Cush. Now, I can tell you that is not true at all. But I will admit, if I got offered money, because... I was already doing it anyways. If Bubba would have came to me, I'm like, Mary, what's, what's up, Carlo? I, I, um, I need you to um, uh, talk shit about Mankin. I, I do the worst, Bubba, by the way. But, it, I mean, he could give me $150, $200 a month. That is a sweet-ass gig. Like, if there are any other radio shows out there anywhere in the country and you don't like any of your employees and you want me to uh, talk shit about them that you don't want to say, email me, tuttle at gmail.com, because I'm down for that all day. I, I will do it. I would do that all day, every day. Because that's, that's a pretty sweet gig. They get paid by a host to talk crap about his employees. Yes, sign me up. Like I, Especially if it's under the table. I would do that every day, all day. And I was already having fun doing it anyways. Because I called it. I don't want to be that I told you so guy. But I kind of did tell you guys. I warned you about Seth. 
Told you. No, I, are you talking about me? Because, yeah, you are right. I am Radio Cancer. A lot of shows have gone through chemotherapy to get rid of me. But I keep coming back. I keep coming back, so. But, you know, I knew that Seth. Look, I'll admit Seth lasted a lot longer than what I thought he was going to. So, what I'm trying to say is that, yeah, he did make it longer, but I knew that Seth, that was just a placeholder. No, listen, I I don't know about, okay, I, I'm not going to shit on Seth. I'm not. But, like, he's a, he's a good co-host producer, and he did help Bubble, but... You guys, I mean, all right. Maybe you guys didn't hear me talk about this. I, I, okay, I'll, I'll reset this, and this will be the last time I talk about it. All right, you know the previous show. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, Trace never coming back. The Bubba show, but why you guys don't know this? You know, the previous show that Seth worked on he was in charge of the um, Instagram page for Drew Garoppo Live. Do you know what happened when Seth left Drew Garoppo's show? Instagram page got deleted. Unlike Bubba, he wasn't able to get his Instagram page back. Bubba was... Somehow able to salvage his Instagram page. I don't have proof. But I also don't believe in coincidences. So you guys make your own conclusions to the whole thing. And this kind of fits in with um, I smell a rat. Because say what you want. I had all access. Bubba didn't do so thirty like Cox did. Can I can can I ask you like seriously? How did Cox do Seth dirty? Because I I gotta hear this one. Please tell me. How how did Cox do Seth dirty? Because you know what. I was actually working in Tampa at the time, and I heard the show where Seth announced that he was leaving radio. You guys don't know a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that was going on there. You also don't know that Drew actually gave him a great send-off. They did not trash anybody. Drew did not trash Seth. But Seth was the, and listen, I've been guilty of it. So, you know, I shouldn't throw stones in a glass house. They did not make him full time after. Well, hey, <clears throat> all right. Can, can I ask you if, if you, if you are, if you are a Bubba fan, what is, 
Yes, I will. I will, uh, Michael, as soon as I get out there. But what is one of Bubba's favorite quotes? Can, can anybody guess? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> Death got butt hurt because I asked my dad in a video what you would do if somebody no-called, no-showed for work. Now, if I'm just being honest, and guys, be real. Don't be dicks. Don't be dicks at all. What would have happened to me or anybody else if they would have pulled that bullshit? But back to the Bubba quote. What does Bubba always say? Everybody cuts their own deal. They do. Everybody cuts their own deal. It's one of the, it's one of the truest things that Bubba has ever said. You do. If you're not happy out of place, then leave. Then leave. Yeah, I did. I've trust me. <laughs> I've made a lot of bad deals in my career. So, listen. No, but 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 what I'm trying to say is that listen, I like Seth as a person. I I respect his talent. But you got to admit, the guy got special treatment. He did. No, he did. And I'll admit that. One of the things that I witnessed the most, the, the thing that I witnessed the most when I was at the BRN uh, last Tuesday is that it is a more positive, happier vibe. Everybody wants to be there. And I think that's why Bubba doesn't want to bring me back real quickly. Because, you know, I, you know, the proof, proof is in the pudding. No, Seth did change the settings of the show. No, I'll agree. All right. It is, it is a more positive. Everybody that's there wants to be there. And this will be the last thing that I, that I say about Seth tonight. Now you guys don't find it disrespectful as hell. No, I, I think Anna is. I think Anna is the main reason that the show is being more positive. But back, back to what I was saying. Does anybody else think that it is disrespectful, disrespectful as hell that Seth left the show to go work and produce a podcast for a listener of the show. Be honest with yourself. Look within your soul. I don't even believe in souls. Kind of, it's a little tiny, a little bit disrespectful. I think it is. I don't know. I just think it is. Because I've worked in radio a really, really long time, and I have never, ever seen that. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. But I just don't know why Seth gets a pass on everything. 
Because I'm telling you right now, if I would have pulled the bullshit that he did, walking out of the studio, no calling, no showing, oh, oh my God, would have been really bad for me. Thank you, uh, Ian Jeffrey. And, and I'm going to get off of this stuff. Listen, I'm, I'm happy. I'm the happiest that I have ever been. I am the happiest mentally, and I am the best I've ever been physically in my life right now. I'm happy. And if Bubba only wants to have me in once a month, that's good. I would love to be able to do that. Possum had a screwdriver. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is that... um. Uh, that's a shoot, but if it's true, they were offered more money, but I find it hard to believe. I don't know. The other show is, though. I think it is Larry Bueller as Bueller. Bueller. I think a guy by the name of Larry Bueller hired him. Yeah, we did seven iron the possum right in the melon. I got to tell you. You know, that, that seven iron has that little bit of an angle to it. Uh, was on K-Pens. What, what, what is, do, 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 do. Am I, like, getting old that I don't know the phrase K-Pens? What, 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 what is, um, K-Pens? Because I, I gotta know what K-Pens are before I log off. As pros come to the cons, you take the good with the bad. Look, I mean, I got my pros, I got my cons, but I gotta find out what the fuck K pens are. What what is K pens? Oh, Klonopin. Ooh, I mean, oh, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't want to talk too much because I respect Fez so much. Man, that's some heavy shit right there. Klonopin or Xanax. Um, but um, Fez Watley. If any of you guys have been in Tampa and you have listened to Tampa radio, the Ron and Ron. Hey, uh, thank you, Iggy T. Thank you for joining me from Brent, man. Brent's got a great show. Um, Caitlin is one of the kindest, like most sincere people or person that I've met in a really, really long time. But let me get back to the serious point here. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I got my start in radio with Ron and Fez. You know, I grew up in high school listening to the Ron and Ron show on WJRR in Orlando. And my freshman year at Daytona Beach Community College, I turned on the alternative rock station. Um, 93.1 WKRO one of the best alternative rock stations that 
has ever been out there. And I heard Ron and Fez, after Ron and Ron broke up, Ron and Fez came to Daytona and started working there. Never in a million years did I ever expect that I would be working in radio, but I got an internship there. And out of all the radio people that I have ever worked with, Ron and Fez set me on course for a really long career. It might not have been the most successful career, but I was able to learn all the on-air stuff. And I'm not saying Fez does not know the on-air stuff, but Ron Bennington is the quickest, smartest, funniest guy that I have ever heard on the radio. And that is not a, um, a dig on any of the people that I have worked with before, but Ron Bennington is so quick. One of the fastest minds that I have ever heard in radio. And Fez, now Fez taught me everything behind the scenes. How to do show prep. How to edit. How to run the board. You know, Fez, yeah, he, oh, his interviews are amazing. The Ron Ben, Ron Bennington interviews, the Ron Bennington unmasked. Jesus Christ, he, I, mean, I, I, I've, you know what? I, I, I thought, I, I, I feel bad that I even forgot about that. His interviews are absolutely amazing. But, um, I don't want to go into a lot of details, but Fez right now is not in good health. Out of respect to the family and stuff, I'm not going to go into it. Fez, from what I hear, is doing better, but I don't think he is out of the woods yet. I think he's actually still in intensive care. And I'll leave it at that. But that shit depressed the fuck out of me the other night when I heard that. Because as soon as I ended the YouTube show, and I hate to bother Ron, Ronnie B, but I texted him and he hit me, hit me back immediately and, and filled me in on all the details. And it was touch and go there for a while. And I told, I told Ronnie, Ron Bennington, I said, listen, tell his family, I don't know what I can do, but give them my number and I don't care what it is. I don't give a fuck what it is. I will come over. I will drive across the state and do whatever I can. So keep Fez in your mind. You know, I'm not a religious person, so I think it would be hypocritical of me to say, you know, say a prayer for Fez, because Fez is one of the nicest guys that I have ever worked with, the most sincere, 
the guy that was willing to teach you anything and everything that you wanted to know. And I owe my whole radio career to both Ron and Fez, and I would be absolutely devastated if something happened to any of those two. Yeah, I mean, people are having more and more heart problems. I mean, it's crazy. Think about this. Think about this. That's the one muscle in your whole entire body that does not get a break. Think about this. <laughs> your heart, if it stops, it does not get any rest. Like, I mean, it gets to chill out. It gets to be a couch potato, but... Like, it doesn't get any rest at all. <laughs> and I think that is, a lot of people don't think about that. Your heart beats your whole entire life. Once that thing stops, it's all over with. So, basically, um, your heart is like uh, Mike Allstott, your workhorse. And, yeah, sorry about that, T-Bone. My mom's beaten cancer twice in her life. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, 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 it's really, really bad. So, I don't mean to end the show on a bad note. Make sure you check out the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Um, you know how I told you guys? You know, I was thinking about something. I was thinking about something. You know, I tell you guys, if you want to donate financially, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. If you got a business, if you got a business, and you want, to th you want me to throw you a mention, you want to throw, if you want me to throw you a mention, let's, you know, donate some money. I got to think of a, 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 a pricing range here. So we'll figure it out. But like, if you're interested in me, like doing a 30 second live read for you, go to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I will plug whatever and anything and everything that you want me to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. If you don't want to help out financially, you can just tell, tell your friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, neighbors, whoever it may be about the show. So Hope you guys have a great night and I will talk to you tomorrow.